We all know and love our local businesses, but do we really know the people behind the business? Your hosts from the Genesee County Chamber sit down with the local business owners of our region and discuss their stories and insights on what it's like owning and operating a business in Genesee County and why. Okay, welcome back. Behind the business, Genesee County, New York. Uh, we're back. I got a new co-host. Say hi, Tom. Hi, Tom. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> uh, and today we're, we have a great, one of my favorite local businesses and one of my uh, favorite social media follows too, by the way. Um, we have Bill from Fox Pro Collectibles. How are you, Bill? I am doing quite well. Good morning. And, you know, anybody that doesn't know, Fox Prowl is over on Ellicott Street um, going down towards when you're leaving out of town. Um, what's next to you now? It used to be a tattoo shop. Um, it still is uh, Affliction Inc. Okay. Yep. Right on the corner. You can't miss it. Just look for R2-D2 or whatever he's got in the window at this point. Um, but let's start there, Bill. You know what? You know, how did you start Fox Prowl? What did it start as and how has it developed over the past, you know, five, ten years? Well, actually, I've been there a little over 12 years now. Okay. And, uh, it actually started in 1999. Um, backing up, start from the beginning, briefly. Uh-huh. Um, I'm a child of the 70s, so when I was growing up, Star Wars, Kiss, Godzilla, all that stuff is very predominant pop culture. And I just was like a magnet, a sponge, just uh, attracted to all this stuff, and I pretty much never really outgrew it. You know, it come like mid-80s, and I started to get a little older, to start, to start discovering women and partying and all that. The, the collectibles <laughs> kind of went under the bed for a few years. But I still loved all that stuff. Yeah. And as I got older, basically, uh, started going to flea markets and collecting on the side. You know, just casual fan. But um, come 1999, I discovered eBay. Got online, and that that changed everything. I started having access to stuff that I wanted for decades. It was right at my fingertips. I can buy out of my bedroom. And then from there, I kind of realized that, ooh, if I buy a lot of like 10 different things, I can keep the two or three things that I wanted and sell the rest and get my, my stuff for cheap, free, whatever. Then, then that turned into, I can make money. And, you know, it's basically, if you can do your hobby for your living, you're a couple steps ahead of the game because you have an interest, you're personally vested in it and you have the knowledge and you don't really get burnt out on it so much because you just enjoy it. You know, it's, it's what I do in my personal time. I talking about collectibles and stuff. Uh, so we basically uh, started with eBay in 99. Then I kind of worked my way up, started doing some flea markets, toy shows, started traveling out of state doing comic cons and conventions just as a vendor. And then um, started getting little aspirations to, hey, maybe I can do this full-time for a living. I was working other jobs full-time at this point. So um, what I did is at Antique World, I set up a permanent stand inside in the Sunday market building for a year and a half. And that's, I was, a, that's in Clarence, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And I was there every Sunday. I think out of a year and a half, I missed like two. One was because of, of a toothache and one was what, sick or whatever it was. Easter Sunday, I'd sit there a lot of times, wouldn't even make my my uh, rent money back. But I wanted to prove myself I'd be disciplined enough to actually be able to do this because it was like 25 minutes away. I played in bands for all the years, so I'd be out Saturday night till 3, 4 in the morning. I'd be going on two or three hours sleep, having to drive to Erie County. If I could do that, I can run. I can be disciplined enough to run a store. I did it. Went great. Looked for a store. Found the store I'm at here now, and uh, everything's been good since then. Yeah, and you know what are you know? So let's let's talk about this place. You know, I've been there. People know about it, but let's talk about it for somebody that has you know no idea what it is. Like, what exactly is Fox Pro? What's in there? <laughs> um, <laughs> a little bit of everything. It's uh, basically a lot of pop culture stuff. Um, 
I try to keep a nice balance of like the old vintage 60s, 70s, 80s, and 90s stuff and new current product. I try not to carry anything the big box stores like Walmart and Target carry. Um, and I, I don't carry junk, you know, it has to be in like good condition. And like a lot of people say it's like a walk down memory lane. I almost, almost every single day I get people saying, wow, thank you for being here. This is so great. It's like a museum. You should charge admission or stuff <laughs> I haven't thought about in 30 years. So, I mean, it's, it's everything from like Transformers, the 80s stuff to the current stuff. Um, tons and tons of Star Wars, uh, about 40,000 comic books, back issues, graphic novels, Thundercats, He-Man, Spawn, horror collectibles, Universal Monsters, tons of superheroes, Marvel DC figures. Um, and then some of people's favorite stuff is the old 70s and 80s, like the old Burger King glasses and like the old uh, Ben Cooper ma- Halloween masks that you, you put on and you couldn't breathe. <laughs> <laughs> so all the cool stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> stuff like that. You know, just so much. Anything from... Low end stuff for like a dollar, two, three dollars a piece. Like I have hundreds of Star Wars figures that are like three for ten dollars, but I also carry statues that are like five, six, seven hundred dollars. So I cater to mom wanting to bring in Junior to give him a toy that he's going to break on the way out to play with, and the high end collectors who drive an hour and a half away who want the primo stuff to put behind glass to pass on to their future generations. You know? Yeah. Yeah, Tom collects baseball cards. So. Yes, I think I've got quite a collection of baseball cards. I haven't really done anything with them, but they're they're there. Someday I'll, I'll get into it. It's been a great resurgence in the sports card market recently. Yes, I know that. Mm-hmm. See, that's surprising. And, and that was another thing I was going to ask you, too, is like, I mean, obviously pop culture has been taken over by superheroes and, and Star Wars over the past 10 to 12 years now, basically your entire existence have you seen like a a new audience coming in like a new generation of people interested in what you have at the store well yes but it's it's kind of funny because when the marvel movies were big and the new star wars movies started coming out like eight ten years ago or however long it was a lot of people be like oh this resurgence has to be so good for you and so good for business it kind of wasn't because all the big corporations started keying in on it. You'd yeah. go into a shoe store, you'd see Star Wars figures. You go into Rite Aid, you'd see Walking Dead figures. You go into Borders Bookstore, they had Godzilla figures. Grocery stores are carrying the stuff. It was bigger interest, but there was it was more yeah. readily available everywhere. So I wasn't as much of a niche business. But um, but you know, it's I, I attracted people, and like overall, it was good because more people were aware of the stuff. And you know, if you pick up a Walking Dead figure while you're picking up Grandma's prescription. You drive by my store, it might catch your eye a little bit more. Hey, I wonder if they have Walking Dead stuff. Yeah. And then got a new customer. So. Yeah. So you it know, was kind of an odd, when it's real popular and predominant, just like when the economy does really good, more similar places pop up and there's more options, some less of a niche business. Yeah. But I'm established enough where people, there could be 20 stores like this and I still have a core customer. That are going to come to you every time. Yeah. Hopefully. Hopefully. You know, it yeah. seems like the the... the formula for success for retail these days is an online presence and a brick and mortar. And you have that combination. What, what percentage do you say you do in your store and how much online of your, of your business? Um, I do probably 75% of my sales in the store. Wow. I, I didn't think it was going to be that high. Yeah. I, I, surprising. Oh yeah. yeah. I've actually backed off the online quite a bit. Um, up till a few years ago when uh, I had to kind of change things when Amazon was predominant and everybody was spreading their uh, purchase habits all over. I was I was getting more customers, but they were spending less. So I had to uh, kind of back things off. I had a few employees at the time, which they were, 
one was running the website, one was doing eBay, and you know, we had a lot of stuff going on when we were located on Main Street. But the sales were kind of steadily going down, not not the traffic, but the sales, because more people were coming in, hey, I bought this on Amazon, got it here, got it there. So um, I had to cut back on the employees, which right now it's just down, just me, it has been for like three and a half, four years. So um, I don't do the e-commerce right now, I just sell on eBay, and I sell like direct through Facebook Marketplace, but... Basically, what I'm getting at is years ago when I did have eBay and the online presence, people would come in once in a while. Hey, do you have item A? And I'd be like, well, I did, but we sold it online. And I, I would always see that look. It's like, well, then why do you have a store? Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I like to give my customers the first dibs. I, ha- I have enough like you know, business credit built up where if I drop a grand into a collection, I don't have to flip it right away to make payroll or pay the rent. Yeah. So I can sit on something. If it sits in the store for six months, then I can flip it online. Let my customers have first dibs at it. It's more about that than, oh, I need to get the cash out of it. Yeah. What what you made me think of when you said, you know, if you sold them online, why do you have a store? Is the 40-year-old virgin where she has the eBay store. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. At least somebody knows what I'm talking about. But yeah, you know, well, why do you have this store? You can get online. Anyways. um, So yeah, you know, anybody that... Hasn't been to Fox, probably got to go check it out. Um, I love the place. I'm a I'm a Funko Pop guy. I know that's kind of corny, but I'm a you know a, an avid pop culture guy as well. So you know we we did a ribbon cutting over there a couple of years ago, and Tom was making fun of me because that's my you know my favorite place to go. Well, you should see his office. It's a, you know, all these little guys all yeah. over the office. So it's yeah. A, yeah. So you know a lot of pop culture references, a lot of cool things you're not thinking of, you're not seeing. Um, you know. Uh, Godzilla, like you said, Kiss, uh, a lot of Star Wars stuff, obviously, uh, superhero comics, superhero uh, graphic novels, all sorts of different things. Um, basically, like a nerd's paradise. Uh, exactly. And it's <laughs> always changing, too, because I'm always buying collections, old and new. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, um, Bill's a great guy. Bill's a lot of fun. And like you said, he's in, in live music as well. What what band are you in right now? Um, Red Creek. Red Creek. Okay. What do you play? Uh, bass guitar and I do some uh, lead vocals. Oh, okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. See, living the dream. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like I always say, when you know, I'm, I sell toys and play music for a living. You know, I'm happy. What more can you ask for, right? Yeah, exactly. that's great. Yeah. So, um, you know, let's let's highlight some other special things. Um, you know, how what's what's some of the interest? Like, if you had to pick like one piece to talk about in your shop right now, what would it be? Well, the one thing that's not for sale is my uh, six-foot-long Godzilla model. <laughs> but uh, since it's not for sale, it's probably not really uh, the best thing to lead with. But uh, it, it's like four foot tall, and it, it's a lot of people take pictures with it. It's a really nice display piece. But one piece, I mean, I, I like the high-end, like Hot Toys and Sideshow collectible stuff. It's okay. not for everybody, but um, they're see, it's a lot of people see them online and like wish they had one or have one or two. But here. You can come in and you can actually see them and physically touch them yeah. and check out, see what they're all about. And a lot of people really enjoy that. So, like, explain that further. Is it like a sculpture or is it like it's just high end action figure? Yes, basically like the premium, the, the premium action figure line on the planet. Um, <laughs> I mean, they're like two to three hundred dollars a piece. OK. Retail. And then some of the deluxe ones are like four or four fifty. But they're. It looks like you're holding a little 12 inch version of the actual person in your hand, like laser scan, facial recognition technology or whatever it is. And it's, they're amazing. You know, some are die cast, tons of accessories, but there's these people online that 
look on YouTube and they have hundreds of these things. Like, how the heck, what do you do for a living? Yeah. <laughs> but well, they, yeah, they buy and sell them. That's, yeah, <laughs> that's right. what they do. But they're very, very, very great, very eye catching. I put them in display cases, kind of right at eye level. People come in and they're always, oh my God, that looks just like Captain America. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Now, like, what are your hours over there? How, when you open, you know, how, how do people find out what's in there too? How about that? Give me three questions at once. Sure. I am open Monday through Friday, 12 till six and Saturday, 12 until four. And, um, Generally, people contact me. Like I have a lot of people I do business with out of state who've discovered me on Craigslist or through Facebook or something. And like I have a kiss kiss collector in Idaho, and he'll email me or message me like once every month or two. What stuff do you have in? I'll send him pictures of all my kiss stuff, and then he might he'll circle, hey, how much for this? How much for that? And then you know, I just charge him the tax and the shipping, and I mail it to him the next day because it, it's a constantly changing inventory. So. I mean, literally, I get something new in every day. So how do they know? I mean, call me and ask if someone's looking for something specific or message through Facebook. Yeah. Okay. You know, I do. I am working on getting a regular, like a non-e-commerce website up where I want to update it weekly or bi-weekly and just take pictures of, you know, like 20 or 30 pictures of store different sections. Because a lot of my, uh, the Facebook followers always say they like how I take clear pictures because they zoom in. You yeah. know, I might have like, you know, 300 things in one picture, but they zoom in on every little one. Oh, he's got this. And I'll make the trip out. So that's, I'm kind of working on that. What, what's your, your, I know there's not an average probably, but what's your average customer base look like uh, age wise? Uh, are they from around here? Um, is there a wide range? Do you have everything from kids to older people to wide range? I get a lot of, Parents and grandparents bringing little children in and really connecting. There's a lot of family time that goes on, you know, like little four or five, six, seven year old kids t- telling the parents what the characters were. And, you know, <laughs> daddy used to have this one. This is I had the original Greedo. I'll buy you the new one. A lot of that going on. Um, probably my mo- main customer base, probably people in their 30s to 40s, you know, the collectors. But I do get some people. Right. And there's sixties and seventies who collect, you know, tractors or older stuff yeah, too. Looking but, for the old stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, generally thirties, forties, you know, like newer parents too. It's, it's a great place to connect. You can even tell like, even like the dads who get custody of the kids on the weekends, you can see on Saturdays, a lot of times they'll bring them in <laughs> kind of, you know, kind of something to do a place to go a little social thing, you know, because there's not, you know, everybody comes in, doesn't buy, you can just sit there and look around for an hour and still not see everything. Yeah. Now, we talked a lot about the business, but, you know, this is called Behind the Business Bill. So I want to talk a little bit about you. Um, where are you from? Um, actually, right down the street here. Okay. Genesee Memorial Hospital. And I'm, I'm <laughs> Batavia created, born, bred. and uh, All right. You've been here your whole life? More or less, yeah. I yeah. Moved around a little bit, you know, for short stints, you know, so. Okay. And um, got family here? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Actually, half my family's out in Arizona. Actually, I come from a small family. I I don't have any brothers or sisters. My mom didn't have any brothers or sisters, so it's not very many. I get a lot. You know, hey, you related to this human? This yeah, any there time, are a lot of humans. Mm-hmm. Anybody starts out with, "Are you related to?" No, <laughs> <laughs> you know, not really related to any of them. It's actually my family name actually dies with me. Huh? I'm the last human in my family with my name. So hmm. okay. Um. What do you love about being here? What do you love about being in business in Genesee County? Uh, the customer base is great. So I'm probably about probably close to 30% comes from Buffalo, Rochester. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of neat getting Location. outside this perspective. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
a funny aside note that um, I get this from so many people, um, how people justify driving 45 minutes to an hour and a half to come here. Yeah, it's like they, they, they will do that to come out to the store. I keep the prices low. I have, you know, low rent type thing. I don't have, I'm not in Buffalo, so I don't have the large bills, but, um, anyway, they say they come to see me and one of three other places, the casino, yep. you know, drop the wife off. She gambles while I do this. Oliver's candies, you know, that candy store is so great. Love it. And believe it or not, one of the biggest attractions in Batavia is Long John Silver's. Really? <laughs> I yeah. didn't think you were going there. It's yeah. the only one around. I've had so many people say that. My my wife, my kid, everyone loves it. So we make the drive out. I want to go to Foxborough. Oh, can we get Long John Silver's? Okay, here we are. Oh, wouldn't so, have guessed that one. Man, <laughs> go tell, figure. Tell them there's a lot of other great restaurants. <laughs> in the exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I do get a lot of, yeah. Yeah, hey, where's there a good place to eat? You know. Uh-huh. Like, oh, there's, there's a, a McDonald's. No. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Wendy's. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Um, so, you know, the way we wrap up these podcasts is Tom has four quick hitter questions that usually they don't end up being quick hitters to expand. But uh, we'll, uh, we'll start with the first one. What was your first car? Oh, Oops. first well, real car. I, I had an 85, or actually 84 Monte Carlo. Nice. I got to Google it. Tom. Nice. That's a, that's a tradition. What color? Uh, Burgundy. Burgundy, yeah. And Burgundy. one of my buddies who was a gearhead, um, after I had it for a few years, he, I was kind of an apprentice and we actually swapped motors from another car and I went through my little gearhead phase, made it into a hot rod. Uh, yeah. Well, that wasn't an SS, but yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Nice car. Nice yeah. car. Yeah. Cool. A little bit of a muscle car there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was all right. A little right. bit of rust. But. <laughs> what about your last book, Red? Oh, actually, I just finished uh, Rob Helford, the singer from Judas Priest, his autobiography like a week ago. Cool. Really? <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. I got something to tell you music related. I'm going to talk about myself here. Sure. On Thursday, I'm going to Metallica. Oh, nice. At the stadium. Yes. And I won sweet tickets through the Ramble. I'm the one that won the Metallica suite tickets. Nice. Congratulations. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Through Go Art. I should give Go that's Art right. a shout out. Yeah, in the Ramble. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. What? Yes, I am free Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your favorite vacation place? Oh, boy. I'm. Actually, I don't vacation very well because I'm self-employed. So if I'm mm-hmm. gone for more than a day or two, I'm kind of get my nose buried in my phone and kind of crave coming back. But um, I... I do love going out to Arizona, seeing my dad, because he moved out there like five years ago. So staying with him is always just wonderful, and I love it out there. Whereabouts um, in Arizona? Uh, a little south of Tucson. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, okay. Real south. Yeah. yeah, real yeah, close to the Mexican border, actually. Yeah. yeah. And um, me and my wife, when we travel, uh, we go to we, – we basically like to base our traveling around Comic-Cons. <laughs> okay. You know, so it's – you know, last few years, I've been keeping it somewhat local, you know, like Chicago, New York City, Boston – I was going like to ask. That. Yeah, so it's mostly like the big cities. Does Pittsburgh have one? Oh yes, yeah, I yeah. have a couple different ones. So it's it's neat. And we go 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 to the convention, but then we have a couple days to explore the city and do yeah. the touristy yeah, things. Yeah, so kind of a working vacation. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty nice. much. And so yeah. it's like we will we'll walk for miles and miles every day. And you know, me and Joy have a lot in common. We have a lot of similar interests. So we just love. Here's a new city. Let's Google what's good, and we'll just walk around and explore everything. It's cool. Very so good. I, I do it. it yeah. Sounds like a vacation. Yeah. I do. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. And finally, this this one is just should be right up your alley. Uh, if you had a superpower, what would it be? <laughs> if just, I could choose to have one, or if yes, if if I had something now that is enhanced. If you could choose to have one, oh, boy, 
Just think about around your store. <laughs> see, probably got a lot of examples. See, the older I get, the less stuff like that. Play, you know, it's like kind of my head gets so older. I get older and it's like my head gets more grounded in reality. You know, it's like about getting rich or being able to do this or doing that. It's like, I'm not sure. Probably something that would help people. Like, I mean, you know, five years ago, it would have been more of a selfish thing. Oh, you know, x-ray vision so I can see through chicks clothes or <laughs> coax yeah. people to come <laughs> in the store and make me money. But I'm not, I'm not really sure. Maybe, I don't know. The, the power to, I don't want to say the power to influence people because that could be corrupting. It's, I'm, I'm probably reading into this a little bit too deep. Well, um, we figured you would. I mean, <laughs> out of all of our guests, I figured you'd be the one to put the most thought into this. As I'm getting older, I guess maybe the power of quicker healing. Ah, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we all like, like that. Like Wolverine. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just... So these aches and pains will go away. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> that would be very nice. All right. So that's it. Yeah. Good job, Tom. That was Tom's first podcast. Yeah, too, my so. first one, too. Right. Yeah. Well, you never forget your first time. I'm glad we, <laughs> glad we were together. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Bill. This podcast is brought to you as a public service from the Genesee County Chamber of Commerce. For more episodes, listen and subscribe on any of your favorite podcast apps, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and many more. See you next time. See you next time. See you next time.